0: And uh, the Beatitudes is one of those places where, ha, 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 you're having so much fun. And then bang, we hit you with some just deep holiness or healing retreat or spiritual truth or direction that you didn't see coming or love. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people have been stopping me, Paul. They're like, your show is awesome. I was laughing. And then Paul hit me with love.
1: (laughs) I love to just, you know, just bam. Love. Love. The Beatitudes!
0: (laughs) Wow! Uh, There's so many cool things happening in this studio right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Beatitudes. If you're not watching on YouTube, you just missed Hungry Like a Wolf reappearance for season two. That's it. My name is Jeff Shuffleby, and I'm joined by my co-host, Paul Kolker. What up? And Nick Besner. What's down? Bit of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nailed it. <laughs> Bit of like a dog pack thing going on here because right as the show was starting, you whipped out a bronze statue of a wolf.
1: Yeah. I uh, found this on the shelf and everybody was producing like books and, you know, <laughs> water bottles and stuff. In our prep. But, but in our prep. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bust something Did out you here. You say a wolf? <laughs> he did. He did pronounce it Sans L. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> woof. Well, well. The, oh, we'll the sh- professional dogs, speaker. So. Oh, yeah. He's hungry like a woof. <laughs> Who's afraid of Virginia Woof? <laughs> he really. Yeah. He, he really woofed down that burrito earlier yeah. when he was hungry.
0: Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> co-host Jeff, over here, Jeff, you're the best. Hey guys. So, uh, Beatitudes for all of you that are tuning in for your first time ever Yeah, is a show for Christian men seeking to follow God's will in their life, every part of their life. And, uh, if you hadn't figured it out by now, there's some authentic fraternity flowing through this place through yeah. this tiny table of ours. We'd like to rib each other just a scope, just a little bit. You know, when we do our show <laughs> This wolf is. I actually <laughs> wait. What's it called? One more time. <laughs> the animal, in, the spirit animal in front of <laughs> me. Uh, I think that needs to be on the table from here on out. Like when Tim Tebow comes to the show, that's yeah. what he's signing is the wolf. I love it. Oh, you? No, that, that was, was better. Good. The that wolf.
1: Was, that was it. Oh, it's yeah. I was laughing. Uh.
0: Uh, When we prep our guests, we have to tell them to, like, rotate your head around the mic. And it made me think of the bobsled team. Like, I think that we Mm. need to get to the point where we'd all kind of lean, (laughs) except for he hasn't caught on yet. So uh, there you go. Uh, I'm new. No, that's it. Yeah, Yeah, he's getting it. He's just pedaling in the back. (laughs) 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 back.
1: (laughs) Making sure we're moving somewhere.
0: Yeah, so if uh, if you're new to the Beatitudes, welcome. If you are coming back for your 53rd episode, this one is going to be a doozy. I feel it. Feeling mm. it. Yeah, this is a special night for us. And uh, the Beatitudes is one of those places where, ha, 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 you're having so much fun, and then bang, we hit you with some just deep holiness or healing retreat or... Spiritual truth. Or... Direction that you didn't see coming. Or love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have been stopping me paul and they're like your show is awesome i was laughing and then man paul hit me with love
1: <laughs> i love to just you know just bam love
0: love all right um in true beatitudes fashion it's time to bring our guests onto the show And you are like a swole, jacked, like man of a man. This is Nathan Pinto.
1: I had to scoot my chair over at least a good few inches here just to make room for the biceps. Nice.
0: Yeah. Makes (laughs) me feel good about myself. (laughs) He didn't shoot the camera from here up. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. This table is just slightly big enough for the three of y'all. Just barely. And me. Well, yeah, you're
1: kind of shuffled off
0: into a corner today. Yeah, I don't know. I feel ostracized by you guys. (laughs) It's gotten kind of weird. I'm going to scoot it in a little. There we go. Nathan, um, welcome to the Beatitudes. Have you ever listened to the show before? I have, definitely. Oh, actually I saw you be a promoter one time. Sure. I feel like our net yeah. promoter score went up to five that day. <laughs>
2: That's solid. Solid five. Up five points, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and what what is your impression of what's gonna happen on today's show? Like what do you what do you anticipate as you walk in here tonight?
2: I kept my expectations low. I think uh yeah. you guys are you guys are, you know, creative on the fly and uh I'm here for the ride, so
0: I feel like you just put the pressure back on us. I was trying to put it on you.
2: I actually just feel like I can, you know, as long as I'm sitting next to the real talent of the show here. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He never batted an eye. Why is the accountant... For the show, just <laughs> the accountant. <laughs> Thank you. We have an editor, an accountant,
0: and a comedian. All sub- walked into a room. I, su- I, I sub my accounting
3: out to Christopher. Nice. <laughs> That's
0: actually true. We have a super fan that actually brings our Net Promoter Score to eleven. Whoa. Yep. One man. Yep. <laughs> That's One actually man. Not true And uh, he's done some special stuff with us, including tracking all of our points so we don't have to, which is just a phenomenal sacrificial gift. <laughs> Wow. I don't know how he
1: does it. Time, talent, treasure. (laughs) Yes, that's it. (laughs) He's he's offering
0: all of those. Uh, So how did we ever come to meet each other? You're like an entrepreneur, right? For sure. You were looking for Catholic entrepreneurs. You met me and then you kept looking. That's what I remember. I was like, Nathan, it's me. (laughs) I learned to be more descriptive with my asks. <laughs>
2: wow! I
3: love that. This is great. Just out, <laughs> yeah.
1: tapping out, taking the wolf please. and going home. <laughs> Lord, please send me somebody in my life to uh, you know help me with with business and all. Uh, but but not him. <laughs> is that
2: how that played out? Kinda, a little bit. We had some beers though. It was a good time. Yeah, he he's like,
0: you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> Buy me some beers. <laughs> 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 entrepreneur doesn't mean successful. <laughs> write it off. <laughs> right, i love that everybody oh you have a business write it off i'm like what do you think this is doing for me like, yeah i'm <laughs> still
1: losing the money yeah it's a cost. just, <laughs> just yeah. not paying I'm more in taxes the money <laughs> sponsor
0: this now and i'm like no i need to pay for this yeah uh but you have done some pretty cool stuff. let's go way back okay were you a man of faith growing up did you have some sort of conversion reversion inversion what happened
2: there it's actually a that's a good question um You know, when I was 19 years old, I really, I got into just a bunch of research around the different things and just saw a lot of things, whether it's the fact that this universe has been around for 14 billion years or the fact that we're one of six trillion planets. And I got to a place where I would say I could look around and and have a, I wouldn't say a a disbelief, but more or less a reason to question. And actually got on my knees. I was 19 years old in my dorm. And I denounced my faith and I prayed to God and I said, either you're one of two things. You're either the great clockmaker who made this earth and has made trillions of planets. And we all just exist here in this, you know, existence with maybe some purpose, maybe not, but, or you're a loving and caring God. And if you're the latter, um, I believe if if you truly love me as much as they say you do, then I've got 10 questions that I want to ask you. And, um, If you really love me as much as you say they do and you answer these questions, I'll give my life to you. And, uh, yeah, so I was 19 years old and slowly uh, transformed from a super fun frat guy to a pretty religious and increasingly more boring person over time. (laughs) Dude, I I just want to jump
3: in. I, Nathan... You are no-nonsense in, in the very description of the word, and I love it.
0: Have you ever been called intense before? <laughs> I, I'm <tired> of time to <laughs> time. <He's laughing. laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you
3: fit the challenger mold of the Enneagram? I'm not too sure. Yes. I will answer that one for you. you uh,
0: can you share any of the questions and answers? Yeah. I mean, I don't have to, to kind of them, rack,
2: rack my brain, but there were definitely questions around... Um, Things like dimensions, understanding past lives, understanding um, understanding saints and and demons and these extraterrestrial type or these like non spiritual sure. or these spiritual type elements you saw in the world, and so those were some of them. I'd really have to <laughs> rack oh, my brain sure. at this point oh, to yeah, remember yeah. them all.
0: But. So you became boring and holy. <laughs> Slowly, slowly. Slowly For the sake of my friends, yeah. (laughs) Paul, I'm working on the part where I infuse love. Yeah, we'll get there. It's (laughs) your job. You got to hit them with love. Bam! Um, Yeah. So uh, you go through that process. I get it. Like, I I had to go through some part in college where I was like, I'm sorry, we can't be friends anymore. And uh, I was just talking to, like, alcohol. And I was talking to, that's after I was, was... A better person but you know there's friends i had to kind of take out of my life For right sure. yeah mm-hmm. love them can't hang out with them um then t- take us on the journey so now you're kind of in. some things happen god reveals himself to you over time what happens from there
2: yeah this actually probably won't be uh you know received too well here but i was actually at AM 1st and <laughs> yes i started at AM. and m so uh, far so good yeah where where's it gonna take the turn and, uh, you know, once again, I, I can blame this on being a 19 year old, but I was watching the last time Texas uh, and AM played football. You and told
0: God, if we lose this game on a field goal?
2: Well, <laughs> it was halftime. And I actually always wanted to go to UT, yeah. um, but I got a great scholarship to AM. My parents were like, you need to go there. Just far more cost efficient. But I'd been there for two years. It had been awesome. I uh, was a president of my fraternity. I ran my freshman year, got elected. We threw some crazy parties. Still remembered. To this day, in fact. So it was awesome. Uh <laughs> legend. <laughs> like I said, there was a point in time where it wasn't so boring. It, there was these were, you know, different periods of
0: time. There's like so something poetic here. I feel like you're leaving on the highest note. Like I like everybody loves you, like Nathan's coming. And you're like, this is my last party. I'm leaving.
2: It was something like that, actually. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he's intense. Plus I loved AM. I mean, I had a great time there. Sure. All my best friends are Aggies. Um
0: Thanks. We all say thanks. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I have I'm not, I'm nothing for
2: but love for A&M. And I, I didn't want to tell a whole lot of people because I also didn't know till the end if I was actually going to get in when I transferred. But yeah, I, I, I prayed to God and I said, whoever. It was halftime. And my uncle turned to me and he said.
0: This is real. Oh, my goodness. Did
2: you, uh, <laughs> didn't you want to go to UT? And A&M was up, I think quite a substantial amount at halftime. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you guys yeah, have this like deeply brain. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: And <laughs> I, I turned to him and I just kind of joked and I said, you know what, whoever wins this football game, I'm going to go to that school next year. And it, UT made a pretty miraculous uh, comeback. Justin Tucker, great Catholic dude, makes a sign of the cross and, and kicks the field don't,
0: goal. Don't make us feel guilty about the way we <laughs> feel about that play. Come on, man. You got to yeah. root, for, Some root Catholic for the man. Guilt. Though,
2: Come on, he's good. Oh, man. my God. And do you uh, think it was
0: a miraculous comeback, or do you think there was something else kind of going on on the field for the Big Twelve pulling for against the SEC team? I'm, I don't know. Yeah, you're,
2: <laughs> just, you're just embodying the sore loser there. <laughs> I'm just trying to
0: hold on to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah, we have at least a few Aggies to listen.
2: At least edit this whole part out. For yeah,
0: sure. Nathan's an okay guest. Everybody, he's pretty <laughs> just pretty go. Okay, no,
2: keep going. I'm, fine. I'm, yep. I'm being a jerk. No, he's full of love. It's all good. You, as I said, sore you loser. get in. Yeah, got in. Uh, wound up transferring to UT, and it was really cool. In fact, there was a group that I was part of when I was a kid called Schoenstatt, which is a Marian movement, and I was part of it all throughout my, you know, upbringing. And when I transferred to UT, they actually had just started a uh, university men's group, and so I was able to take sort of the skills and talents I developed as, you know, running a fraternity and bring that over to um, the what they call SUM Schoenstatt University Men and it's honestly still a fantastic program. I, I went there uh, for the 15-year reunion recently after sort of total existence, and it's really great. It's, it's thriving, and I saw a bunch of just, you know, divine providence in that switch, and uh, I'm grateful for it. And I still love Aggies. Giggum.
0: That's so cool, though, that the Lord uses even the skills that you had to throw great fraternity parties, right? You think about, like, the, the mm-hmm. galvanizer that's getting everybody pumped up about the next big thing that we're going to do. And then you get struck by all these moments that bring you to now a Marian devotion that you can use the exact same skills. I mean, it's, those are fundamentals of how to rally the troops and, and invest in relationships. It's just for a better fruit. For sure. All right. So keep going from there. I know there's more to this, this story. So I keep getting this name wrong, but it sounds uh samurai-ish to me. Uh, Shinsu.
2: Shinstat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shinstat. It's very German. It's very German.
0: Oh, sh- Schenstaten Wolfenstein. It's really German. Yeah, I have trouble with German. No worries. Okay.
2: What is Scheffelbein? German. And scene. You're going to kill the lights.
1: Yeah, that's it. We're done. Everything else is already dead.
2: But please stay with us. We have more show to do.
0: Nathan's worth it. Okay, keep going.
2: Sure. So, when UT was great. Uh, my dad was an entrepreneur. He had a oil and gas manufacturing company here. So, I'd never been to a career fair my entire undergrad. Really had a straightforward plan: graduate, go join my dad's business. The spring break before I graduated, he he sat me down and said, "We're actually filing for bankruptcy." Mm. So I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess Ooh. I got to find a job." And so uh, went to some career fairs. Had an offer for. A three-year rotational management sort of training program but uh, my last semester in college we had this idea to build student housing out of shipping containers and we just kind of kicked the can you know a little bit more than i think most students would and one thing led to another and uh, we met a guy who was going to fund us to go to india to build toilets and so about two weeks after I graduated college, got on a plane with my friend Marco, and <laughs> we moved to India to take on the global sanitation crisis at the age of 22, which wow. I have no shame at how bad we crashed and burned in that endeavor. But, uh, you know, I think there's there's something good to that story.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you were formed quite a bit because I feel like you have a life of just s- starting things and growing things and... Flushing things, yeah. <laughs> Do they Lear-
3: learning from the things that flush out, right? Like- <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> Just w- wipe and keep going. Oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> so you uh, you took a risk,
0: though.
2: I would say so. Yeah, yeah I mean, wait. there really wasn't anything to necessarily lose at that point. I mean, you're that's Twenty two yeah. years old, and you, you know, the alternative is some soul sucking, you know, three year rotational program. So. <laughs>
1: yeah no i mean and that's that's fair yeah i mean but i mean i'm just saying that like you still went out on a limb you did sure. something completely different because a lot of people would look at you know oh well there's the job security of having whatever the three-year rotational yeah. thing is sure. right so so you're or like, money no. you know well, <laughs> well you're yeah, a poor college money. student for four years <laughs> hmm. yeah so i actually
2: think that was the biggest advantage the fact that i had still yet to experience having disposable income mm. that it was sort of you know it, yeah. it wasn't too much of a leap to be It's a be good like. lesson
3: in that, right? Like Do it first. My first exactly. job
0: was free to lay, and I bought a nice, like, expedition car. Yeah. And I couldn't stay in my job, but I couldn't afford to not pay my car notes. And I was like, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> that was those oh, Ford Expeditions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, I mean, that'll do it, though, because, like, you, his you. vision board. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, man, I'll be able to drive around so many drunk people in call the station with this Expedition. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So it. he, he bought an expedition. You went on an expedition. <laughs> That's right. Keep
0: going with that. Where does this take you in your faith journey? How does that progress?
2: Yeah. So at this point in time, I'm discerning pretty heavily, uh, the priesthood, um, that was sort of the, um, the culmination of my entire spiritual journey was, or what I call it, my spiritual journey. In that it was a two year period of time of where I went from being not Catholic. I didn't even believe in Jesus Christ. And I was part of this Catholic movement, and I remember I was sitting out with the priest and said, I still don't necessarily believe in Jesus Christ. You know, there was a lot of there's a lot of odd sort of patterns with uh, many religions having somebody who, you know, died during the winter solstice and somebody who rose during the summer solstice. So it was this weird sort of pattern where multiple religions had that. And I was like, you know, I don't necessarily believe in Jesus Christ. But I was I was very open around the fact I was still working through sure this, this sort of journey. Two years all wrapped up very beautifully, I won't go into the details, but in that final sort of moment, I I knew that the whole point of our existence was to do God's will. And so I prayed and I said, God, what is it that you want me to do with your life? Were you watching football?
1: If this team scores a touchdown, I'll
2: go into (laughs) (laughs) seminary. No commitments after that. (laughs) Ah. Nice. We hijacked your story. Go back. No worries. You made it much better. (laughs) (laughs) That's love.
3: (laughs) No, that's just what we do.
2: (laughs) So yeah, I uh, prayed to God. I said, "What was what's your will for my life?" And he said, "I want you to be a priest." And I was sort of like, what's behind door number two? <laughs> <No. And? laughs> so that began a what wound up being like a two-year discernment process before mm-hmm. eventually entering into the seminary.
0: And did you go in with an order, diocesan? What was your seminary? The Jesuits. I've heard of them. I've heard of them. I've heard <laughs> of them. Yeah. That one I know, the Jesuits. Yep. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> no <comment. laughs> you're not a Jesuit priest now. Correct. Keep going.
2: So, yeah came back from India, wound up uh, joining a VC fund, actually right down the road from here, uh, a place called DVC. So joined a VC fund as an analyst. It was super fun for about a year and a half getting to look at startups. I would say I was a really bad analyst from the perspective that I didn't necessarily care to fill out all the frameworks so, or you know, look at all the due diligence. I just love talking to founders and really picking their brain. And in some ways, I feel bad because, you know, you schedule 30 minute calls <laughs> and I would spend two hours with somebody knowing that we weren't going to invest in their company. But I was just like, how did you go through this step and that step? And then what worked and didn't work? And I would say it really gave a good sort of sense of like the startup playbook. Mm. And uh, loved the job, was having super fun with it. I would say every day was disposable income. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Which helps.
2: Yes, for sure. That was great. And uh, I'm for it. For it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I I was in that process. And once again, some interesting things happened in life. And I sort of knew, okay. I need to go to the priesthood. And the next day I picked up the phone, called a bunch of orders and resonated with the Jesuits. And about six months later, I was shipped off to Omaha, Nebraska.
0: Mm. And then at how long were you in the seminary? For about a year. Okay, very cool. And you discerned your way out and here we are sitting at this tiny table.
2: You could say discerned out. I think the proper, ter- <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> the, the proper term would probably be kicked out, shown, shown the door. Whoa! Was it because you <laughs> threw a frat party and
1: the no?
0: You told every decision Hawaiian they made was Luau. off of a football game. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, there you go. No way! Yeah, wait. What? So that's kind of a loaded way to say that. So what? What happened? If
2: we, if we may ask. Sure. Yeah, it's nothing scandalous. Oh, okay. By most standards, I By yeah. By most yeah. standards, sure, <laughs> sure. Well, will uh the Jesuits agree with that or not. Tell it, tell
1: us in
0: the comments what you think
1: about
3: what he's about to say. <laughs> here. Hey, if you, if
0: what you find next is scandalous, subscribe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or do, even if you don't, you should subscribe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: it's a, it's just a win for the beatitudes.
1: <laughs> Jeff, you're really, really
2: good at that pitch. <laughs>
0: I'm working on that. honing it in.
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take my traumatic experience and use yeah. it for your subscribers So sorry Wow, no. S- <laughs> no. sensationalized Wow, there's that Catholic guilt again, though <laughs> Wait,
0: hold on I just want to, can you go ahead and tell us what happened in, in the seminary?
2: Sure, so uh <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> you're terrible <laughs> he asked What happens if I
0: cry on this mic? Is it, it going to yeah. ruin my voice? You, well Waterproof? We put this on here so that the water wouldn't mess up The tears wouldn't mess up the story Beautiful so, okay,
2: I'm done with it. Okay. <laughs> P- appreciate it. That was <laughs> <one. It's> true. <laughs> yeah. So I get to Omaha, Nebraska. Um, and interestingly enough, because I had no experience with the Jesuits, most people went to the Jesuits, kind of went to a high school or college, knew them. I didn't know them whatsoever. This guy. Oh. oh yeah. I
1: Jesuits went to a guy. Jesuit high school right here in Dallas.
2: Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so nice.
1: definitely get it right. Because it's a more education based order, totally. missionary sort of order.
2: Yeah. So, because I had no exposure to the Jesuits, and the person who's my vocation director is actually like a distant uncle. That's actually how how this whole thing came together. Someone was like, oh, you should call Father Paul. He's, you know, so-and-so's uncle or cousin, and he happened to be the vocation director. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he convinced me to go to the Midwest, not the southern province, and I can see why. The Midwest is definitely on fire for the faith, and I do think Texas is as well, but— Anyway, I got there. They sent me to, instead of going to year one of the seminary, what they did is they sent me on what's called a donate year. And a donate year is actually spending a year with the Jesuits living that life. So I lived in a community of 10 priests. I would say my life was probably identical to like a brother in the sense of, you know, mass every day. Yeah. I taught at the school. And so while I was teaching, there was an opportunity to start like an elective class. And I was like, you know, I can teach entrepreneurship. Maybe some of these kids would be interested in it. I've got, you know, enough of a experience at that point in time, I thought I could, give back to the kids and nice yeah that class was fully subscribed tons of kids showed up and i got bored teaching in a sort of a regular format i was like okay you know what this is not real entrepreneurship let's what we're gonna do next semester is we're actually going to uh, build something and so i had a bunch of kids submit ideas they were all terrible but
1: (laughs) 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 hope you're watching right now
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah especially if it listens it comes back full circle Just just joking. Keep going. So, so one of one of the ideas uh, was essentially wound up morphing. I thought about it and I was like, you know, there's an interesting opportunity to create Nextdoor for schools. If you're familiar with Nextdoor, it's a neighborhood Mm. platform. And at the venture fund, I had a thesis which is only invest in a company if it's 10 times better than what you're replacing. And in that instance, we'd be replacing essentially a bunch of disparate Facebook groups. There was a Facebook group for the football program, for the class. You know, at the end of the year, uniform swaps and everything. So I was like, you know, what if we just built one? platform. And so we had a localized group on where local businesses could advertise. We had a ride share so people could post. And there was like a ride share. There was tutoring. Even kids who were like uh, good at a sport like golf could offer lessons to parents. So it actually clicked. Like it worked and we were growing in users. And I obviously have to discern again. And I actually felt, you know what, i having so much fun with the Jesuits. I'm going to keep going on with the Jesuits. So what do I do with this thing? Obviously, I felt bad that uh, my parents, who have been, you know, very generous growing up, helped pay for my college, et cetera, that essentially I was going to be able to – I was going to be a zero ROI child. And so <laughs> <laughs> I, I said uh, – w-
3: In the, the spreadsheet, th-
2: sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true, actually. I always told him, you know, get them a fast pass to heaven. There <laughs> <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> uh, priceless. But yeah, so I said, let's let's uh, try to take this thing forward. I saw like a pretty clear path, prove it out at this one very marquee Jesuit high school, Creighton Prep in Omaha, and then go take it all the other Jesuit high schools. And in that process, I went to the uh, went to some of the alumni, found a guy who was had startup experience, and he agreed that he would come on board for like 150 grand and 15 percent of the company or something. This is the only thing I did, I, I did wrong, and hopefully, hopefully there's some there's a statutes of limitation. like yeah, We're past it. We're good. Okay. we're good. You should be okay. I went to the guy who worked in the alumni department, and I was like, hey, can you give me a list of all the people who have donated the most money who are business owners? And so he gave me the list, and I essentially had the kids pitch him, but really I pitched them. And I said, look, here's what we got. Here's how it's going to work. And essentially, there was two guys who are incredibly well. One of them was like the founder of TD Ameritrade, and he was just like, I'm in. So I was like, great, worked out all the details. And I show up to the kids the next day. I said, what's going to happen is this is actually going to live on. We've got so-and-so, he's going to step in, he's going to run this. And I know you guys have ownership in this because when they would submit their homework, they would actually get shares instead of grades. So there was like a, there was a, awesome. there was a cap table oh where gosh. kids earned, had certain percentage, including this one. He was a senior. Uh, I think he had like 18% of this fictitious company. And I told him, so what's going to happen is we're going to take that cap table and we're actually going to consolidate it to a five percent on the on the official cap table, and we'll call it the Creighton Prep Scholarship Fund, and you guys will own pro rata of what you owned of this, of that five percent. And if this ever becomes something, it'll pay out to you. All the kids were like, awesome, high five. Of course, the one kid who somehow thought his bad idea that he <laughs> that he had come up, that he had proposed was related to this and something else, he told his dad, and his dad hired a lawyer and showed up at the school to sue me for ownership of this thing wow so yeah i'm I'm just like tutoring in a room like this with a bunch of students and
0: omaha zuckerberg
2: (laughs) you got served Uh, (laughs) 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 yeah whatever the opposite of zuckerberg is (laughs) the myspace guy (laughs) (laughs) sucker so yeah i think that uh experience definitely was um a surprise to the Jesuit community, who was sort of a
1: surprise. <laughs>
3: I think that there wasn't a playbook
2: that, for that one. You know, <laughs> that doesn't happen every year. <laughs> exactly, With their novices. Exactly.
3: Yeah, <laughs> since founding, I think <laughs> they had this law, VC lawsuit.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like I've known Nathan for many years, and he's just sitting on these like pots of gold that he's like. Somebody, I'll let Jeff know about this pot of gold that I'm sitting on. This is incredible.
2: <laughs> what a story!
0: And uh, fascinating. <laughs> does that guy run the company now? No,
2: no. The whole thing just, it it was just better to dissolve it than do anything else with it. It was going to get sticky. I I definitely thought about it. I'm not going to lie. I thought about coming back and trying to build it and, but it it just, there was too much messiness with it. And so I just figured there are better ideas out there to pursue. And yeah, the Jesuits told me to essentially, they very politely told me to take seven days to go discern and pray and whatnot. But I was also told, don't come back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
1: You're welcome to discern elsewhere.
2: Elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I came back, and they pretty much very soon after called me. It was just like, yeah, don't. We, we expect you not to come back. We hope you don't plan to come we back. Expect so. you not to come back. That's
0: well, how I used to break up with girls.
2: <laughs> Hi. Um,
1: you can leave now, and I expect you not to come back. What was the name of this company? My Campus Community. My campus community. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Has a good ring to it.
0: Incredible. Well, listen, we're going to hear more about your entrepreneurial journey in a minute, but now we have to um, impress you with our wit in this moment in a special game.
3: Called Blessed Are the Joke Makers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, This time they're going to inherit 143 points. Whoa. Big one.
1: Okay. This is a lot of pressure
0: all right 143 how's this work paul (laughs) woof (laughs) Hey. all right so that's that's actually how i used to get people's attention i'd say hey woof
1: woof okay the way this is (laughs) gonna work we've got a character card and a catholic card game card and so we have to take on this particular character and then answer as that character this one and you have to decide who answers it the best as this character Okay. And this is like a fill in the blank or a question, a prompt, something like that. So the character is, as a legendary rock star, love is patient, love is kind, love is blank. Love is patient! Love is kind!
0: Love is leaving us behind! Leaving what behind?
1: Leaving us behind.
0: Us behind. I think you said leaving nice behind.
1: <laughs> so it was my, my rock star British accent. That I, I
3: loved there. it. Thank you. <laughs> well, mate, you know, as we said back in the day, uh, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is eight days a
1: week. <laughs> nice. 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 Uh, I don't
0: know the reference. Beatles, eight oh, days okay. a week. Cool. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is whatever Paul is giving you. That's it. You're welcome.
2: welcome. Cool. <laughs> Very rock star like.
3: I love that Nathan said. I don't know that reference. <laughs> so I think I'm in a pretty good spot here. <laughs>
0: I don't even. Ha- I didn't even go for the character. I just. I was thinking about you and love. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. This was just a sincere tribute. Wow. All right. You got to pick somebody.
2: Yeah. Oh, that first one was your answer.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> He's also <laughs> in a
1: really good <laughs> spot. Well,
0: I'll, I'll <laughs> see y'all later. It just seemed like yeah. like a post music outro. <laughs> no, I think no. maybe you should face that way and put all your venom that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm gonna leave. Uh, <laughs>
3: just <laughs> yeah. pick whoever uh, was quoting the most famous band of all time. I
2: don't or,
1: know or or who you know um, you know just sang own, it. Owned yeah. it. You yeah. did sing it. Yeah,
2: but yeah. I didn't know that you were doing it so. Mm. All right, and he clarified. So, so, I'm, so I'm gonna Luke. give it to you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yes! <Let's> give it. <laughs> 143 points. Don't spend that all at once. Bang! <laughs> just like that, last to first. Wow! Congrats, uh, man. That's,
3: not two, a good, that's why. That's why he made it so leader. many points. Hey, remember I wanted oh, like, to yeah, because I knew. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't have the gift of foresight. <laughs>
2: Don't forget, I want to play golf at the Four Seasons. That's right, That's right. That's oh right. Don't forget it. There's the bribery. a bribery situation going on. We did not even oh, wait, talk get about out out it. He's wow. an
0: entrepreneur. He has no money. Okay. <laughs> it's hey, true. for being our celebrity guest judge, uh, you're getting a pair of socks from Socreligious. You're Very getting cool. St. Michael the Archangel. Wow. I think uh, you don't have these ones. To defend us in battle. And if you at home would like your own socks, you can go to Com slash Beatitudes. Do not spell slash. Here you go, bud. (laughs) And we will see y'all after the break. Great job, Nicholas.
2: Love is patient.
0: Love is kind.
2: Love is leaving us behind.
1: Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here, and I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot, so whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night, or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out divinecomedyimprov.com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun.
0: Hey y'all, this is Jeff Shufflebein. When Nick and I set out to start our new company, Undivided Life, we were really concerned about how would we cover the healthcare needs of our growing families. And we were so excited to find a company that fit both our medical needs and our faith beliefs perfectly called Solidarity HealthShare. It is an ethical alternative to traditional health insurance. We're never part of sharing in the medical costs of anything that goes against the teachings of the Catholic Church, making it a great alternative for Catholics and Christians alike. Solidarity is very affordable, which is perfect for a large family or for a new and growing business like the one we've started. So visit joinsolidarity.com today so that you can get started with us.
3: The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech-smart and morally sound approach, they provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days... Faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the faith and finance score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, you can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting and make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today. Welcome back, everybody. We're sitting here with the entrepreneur Nathan Pinto. He started a VC venture from a Catholic class school. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then got- you went on to do more VC things. What are you up to now?
2: Sure. Uh, so, still very much a startup addict. Um,
3: yeah. It is. A, it, is it is addict the right word? like you, I, you there's something about that process that just draws you back in.
2: I think I think I've actually said this to somebody before that the experience of picturing something in your mind and then bringing it to life is mm. like crack cocaine and I've heard crack cocaine <laughs> and I've heard crack cocaine's pretty addictive. So I think my whole story makes sense here. <laughs> I
3: love it. Yeah. The story. Um, so what are you focused on now? If you are focused, that's the thing, right?
2: (laughs) I'd say I'm pretty focused. Uh, definitely a lot of great people have put faith and trust in us to, to make it happen. So we've got a startup called credit mountain. It's a fintech startup. The original use case was, it was a software that we sold to credit unions that allowed them to offer the people they decline a path to approval. And so we see each person that's declined, we analyze their sort of their credit, we understand their the underwriting criteria of the institution, and then we give them a personalized path and steps and things that they could do. We we learned over time that it's it's really hard to uh, it's really hard to take somebody from a decline to an approval, especially mm. if that was a large part of our revenue model. So we've evolved it over time. Now it's called a digital credit counselor. We have an automated marketing solution where we're essentially we we the joke we kind of use internally is that. The digital credit counselor is like a fairy godmother that sees all 100,000, 500,000 members of a credit union. And we look for that person who just lost their job or we look for the person who uh, just got a payday loan or somebody who's stuck in credit card debt. And then we deliver to them a solution that the credit union has in near real time, all in a way that looks and feels like the credit union. So that's what it's evolved Uh, into. Um, It's fun.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A fairy credit Godmother, I think so. Yeah, this is hey, all. get all out of that new.
2: payday
3: loan and <laughs> get something from your credit union. There you go. Way better.
2: Exactly.
0: And you have this bug. I knew of a, a retail shop in town that you helped or, or founded. Can you tell us about that one?
2: Sure. So actually, when I came out of the, the Jesuits, I was trying to figure out, uh, well, I knew very clearly <laughs> what I was called to do in life. I think it was obvious at that point. The discernment journey had sort of ended didn't on that didn't think front. about
3: being like a priest, also running startups.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, now Jesuits can't do that. Okay. Yeah, there's actually a story well, Shame of on a, me. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it is wild. You just got to lock up
0: those kids in some <laughs> IP agreements before you get started. <laughs> That's it. Just do your due
1: diligence.
2: Yeah, the problem was
0: you didn't get legal early enough. <laughs>
2: Uh, there's actually a story of a, a Jesuit somebody connected with me with after, and uh, he was working at San Francisco University, and he started a company, it was like an education platform, and sold it to Alibaba for $140 million. Mm. And after he sold it, the Jesuits gave him $25,000 and uh, a free plane ticket to go on a trip. That's what he got. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> so, been done. He I mean, went to Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> To tell me, run! I'm not just kidding, <laughs> son. Get out of here. <laughs> I expect
1: you to leave. Wow, that's that is amazing.
0: Wrong. Okay, yeah. keep going on. The sure.
2: Side. So yeah, came back. Uh, was you know open, f- full, you know free agent, open to starting anything. Probably started seven or eight things almost simultaneously. Uh, one of those was with my buddy who I had worked with at the VC fund, and he said he had come from India, and he's like, "Look, there's a huge opportunity. There is not good quality goat meat in America." And I was like, great. (laughs) (laughs) My love language. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, that's not the case. And he kind of kept badgering me and was like, there's a real opportunity. You're doing multiple things. Just add this one to the plate. So I said, sure. And we created a little flyer on PowerPoint of a goat. (laughs) Then later I had to go see actual goats get turned into goat meat. And I've only actually watched that process once. Uh, Don't plan to watch it again. Describe it for us. Music again. The sad music, please. <laughs> do not turn that wolf
0: or the, the pump-up music.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we just started. We started with home delivery. Uh, we eventually got to time and place. We we're probably doing a few thousand deliveries a month, and we realized that delivery wasn't exactly profitable, and there was just a lot of complications to it. And so we opened a retail store. Our first one was in 2019. And I think our ninth one opened about a week or two ago. So. The name of it? Farm to Cook. Farm to Cook. There you go. With the number two? Or? With the number two. Yeah.
0: All right. Nice. Well, listen, you've been doing some incredible work all along. and um, Wait, we, I just want to say, you please. have more
3: than just goat meat. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> just goat meat. Super niche, <laughs> super special. I just no. want to, like,
1: if somebody's out there and wants some. No, that meat.
2: Yeah, you come for chicken, you're leaving with goat that meat.
1: That <laughs> meat is the greatest of all time.
2: It's actually the second it's most consumed red meat on the planet. Did you know that? It's what? The second most consumed red meat in the planet. I on the planet. did not know that. Yeah, Is it the second
0: know. only red meat on the planet? <laughs> What's the <laughs> third? <laughs> yeah, because there's more. There's more.
1: <laughs> okay, b- stump b- bison.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, bison. That's because of, that's what I was going to yeah. guess. Yeah. Settlers and the extinction and all that stuff. Oh, good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think <laughs> pork counts as. What, what is it too soon no, to bring up the bison? <laughs> yes. Gosh. <laughs>
4: Talk about. You're fine,
0: Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. We're losing <laughs> okay, Montana.
3: Okay, so <laughs> huh? not just goat meat, but all meats. All meats.
2: Yeah, uh, everything but pork, because it's a halal butcher shop. Ah, there you yeah. go. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's time to get uh, less halalious here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good one. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, I, the transition's terrible because the next thing isn't funny.
1: Oh, what <laughs> it's
3: we, our
0: TBD question. Oh, we got to get
1: serious. The double. Okay. <laughs>
0: here we go. Yeah. So uh, TBD, we ask a question for every guest, but all four of us get to answer. So you get to be part of the crew Ooh. here. And if you're listening at home, you get to be part of the answering too. Just turn to whoever's next to you and it will get awkward if they don't know what you're doing. Uh, the question for today is tell us about a time that you misjudged or miscalculated or misunderstood a situation And then when you learned more, kind of had a total perspective shift. I think this is a harder question Mm -hmm. to answer because you kind of have to dig into the memory bank. Um, But I would like to share one. This one was uh, one that I was sharing and said, why don't we talk about this on air? The uh, Sunday I was at mass this past week, my two boys, two of my boys were in uh, daycare, whatever it's called, which meant we had four kids with us, a baby uh, and then three older kids. And then my wife's pregnant. Well, we squeezed into the back row in the back corner, kind of like on top of each other, like really tight. And my wife gets up pregnant with the baby and one of the kids to go like restroom and take care of something. And this woman's next to me. She said, Hey, can we have one more seat here? And I was like, I'm kind of already like my kids are all sitting on top of me. So I said, sure. One. And then two people sat down, which meant now my spot that was like a two person spot for, for six of us has turned into a one person spot for six of us. I'm like, this isn't going to work. My wife comes back and I'm like, you need to sit, you know, you're, you know, halfway through this pregnancy, I get up and I'm like juggling the baby. And I am not, I don't think I'm casting out that I'm upset, but I'm having this, like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me that my wife and kids, you know, like I just had this like moment and then I turn and I look at the, the two people that took those seats and I realize It's a man about my age and his mom, and he has special needs and he has, you know, ear protection in, and he's having to kind of focus to get through mass and she's helping to take care of him. And I can see the sorrow in her face when she realizes that I have this huge family that just was displaced. And I went up, well, first of all, my whole perspective changed. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can handle being on the ground with my one-year-old daughter right now. Like, I got this. This is not actually a sacrifice. This is just typical mass anyways she tried to give me the seat back and I was like, no way, we're good. My little girl needs to squirm. But I just had that, that feeling in my gut of like you totally judged a situation based on your own comfort. And when you, you know, in this moment, got to know the whole details. I just was like, thank you God for showing me that I needed to be put in my place today. So,
3: Yeah, I've got one. Um, this was probably, uh, I know it was, it was the first year when I was working at Satori. So, um, First year working at a private equity fund, and not typical, but they deployed some of the uh, some of us from the fund to one of the portfolio companies that was launching a new product for a new customer, and it was Walmart. So it was like big deal, first time in Walmart, and Walmart is very rigid. It has to be ninety eight and a half percent on time in full, or they'll just cut you out. Like you got to be mm. hitting your stuff. So. Uh, and we were going through a CEO transition. So it was like a lot of stuff happening, you know, I'm coming in, I've been on the job maybe six months thinking like, you know, I'm not sure, like, what is the situation going to be like here? Right. Like, is it going to be chaos? Is it going to be, you know, I come in and I'm the manager for this production room. Right. And I'm like, I've never been in a factory, much (laughs) less a manager in a factory And then I am blown away by some of these workers that have been there and doing it. And, you know, it's a, you know, 50, 60, 70 million dollar business, whatever it is. And like the whole, the whole night shift runs because of three guys that know what they're doing. Hmm. And it's one of those like, Hey, and I'm just going to give him some credit. Like Abdul is the man like night shift runs because Abdul making Mm -hmm. 1750 an hour knows how to run every machine. And like, I wouldn't have expected that. And it was just this total shift of, like, being in that situation and seeing, like, how those things are actually run and done really is on the, you know, the hard work of just a few people keeping the trains
2: running on time.
0: Yeah, amen. Yeah, unless you've been there, you don't know. Right. Yeah. But about you guys?
2: Sure, I can, I can go next. Go um, for it. The one that came to mind is, with one of the startups we were doing was called Trust Fund. We were trying to take on payday loans. And so we actually volunteered with the St. Vincent de Paul Society who has something called the Mini Loan Program. And so we would go to people, impoverished folks, and actually help them get out of payday loan traps is where we sort of learned about the whole sort of subprime space. And there was one thing that really stood out to me. It was when we would go see these single moms, their children would just be in in a pen with just an iPad or a TV in their face for hours and hours on day. And we all know how inv- how impactful those first 2 to 3 years of somebody's life is. And I think after seeing that, I truly understood the disadvantage that some of these folks are, you know. I'm Indian and so growing up, your parents have you in math tutoring classes when you're 2 years old, right? They're like piano, math, don't do sports. <laughs> not a single pro Indian athlete out there. Right. So (laughs) so, uh, there's some pro athletes, (laughs) pro doctors. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. We pick our strengths and uh, just seeing these kids and seeing what they, the, the situation that they were in just really kind of broke my heart to say, wow, you Mm -hmm. know, the uphill climb that they have over the next years Mm -hmm. of their life when they didn't have any of that proper formation. And so I've learned to have a little bit more empathy with different folks I'll come across with and just imagine maybe that was them because It's a large percentage of the population. It's pretty crazy.
0: Sure. That's a great one.
1: Well, so mine comes from actually being a, a teacher as well. So I was a teacher at Jesuit. This was after seminary because I was, uh, I was in seminary for diocesan. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So we have some, some similar story or story elements there. Um, I didn't start a, a VC, but, uh, <laughs> um, they did ask me to leave. No, no, I, <laughs> <That's not true. laughs> no. no, no, no. But after, after four years of, of teaching, I just realized it was time to, to move on. But, um, early on I, I want to say it was my second year like and towards the beginning um, we had a uh, kind of a smaller class for for a pre-cal class that I was teaching I taught math and um, and so in this smaller class, every so often it would just like, you know, they, they would try to get you off topic obviously because high school guys, right? Like they're trying to Mm -hmm. trying to avoid doing whatever learning they're supposed to be doing anyway. And, uh, but they would usually ask these good questions and it would be philosophical or theological or any, any and all of that. And so, you know, I considered it worthwhile to take a moment and do a little detour. And and sometimes based on what was going on in society at the time, they would ask these tough moral questions and all of that. And I don't want to get into all the details because I don't want to, you know, potentially um, tip off, you know, who, sure. who this was, but um, somebody asked a, a more difficult moral question and, um, and I answered it, I think just a little too bluntly. Like I'm real, like in retrospect, because I just, I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm just explaining it. And I thought I had a good tone about it and all of that. But at the same time, I remember seeing this one student just put his earbuds in and just stop listening and i it, it struck me at the time but i didn't really know what to do with it because again this was kind of early on come to find out later that he had all kinds of home life issues and things like that and was dealing with some of the same sure. you know moral questions at the time and um and it was just this moment of okay yeah how do i how do i always make sure that i consider that the people i might be talking to might also be in the midst of some of these exact same things so yeah. yeah like the it,
0: humanity of the person that we couldn't possibly know their heart or their circumstance, yeah. even if we think we do. Well, right.
1: And, and just that I might have been state, it was, it was kind of a bedside manner type thing for like for doctors, sure. right? Like the doctor could come in and just tell you, yeah, here's your symptoms and here's the terrible disease you have, but that's not the way they break it to you or the way they're supposed to break it to you. I mean, there's a way of, mm-hmm. okay, well, you know, here's, here's why we do this and this leads us to this possible. I mean, I, I, and, and that's not to say we we soft pedal everything, but just that I didn't have to like be blunt about it. Deliver with grace. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what it was. So. Well, the
0: empathy part of that too is fascinating because of how many times somebody is on the offense in the way that they're treating you and it's really easy to say that person's a jerk, this is all these things happening that, you know, and you start to get into this whole narrative. And most of the time if you actually knew what was going on, something really tough is in their life or they have a wound or they have yeah. something that you should actually just be praying for and you should be, um, you know, asking for God's grace in their life. But harder to do when you feel like you're being attacked.
1: For sure. Um, that's where I think it helps to remember St. Paul's words of like our war is not with flesh and blood. Like it's not with each other. It's with, I mean, it's a it's a spiritual battle that we're all caught up in.
0: Principalities. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. I love all that. Nathan, uh, we got a lot to, uh, to talk about with you. You're going to be coming back on the bonus show later. We're going to be talking about... Family man. We haven't even come close to that yet. You are a family man. So we're gonna, which that's intense. You want to talk about intense. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna talk about that, but we wanted to uh, finish today's show off with our reverse Simpsons in which every show ends differently than any other show by pitching you, Mr. Catholic entrepreneur on some other ideas that you could possibly launch or maybe maybe it's not even ideas maybe it's even just catchy names because you're pretty good at taking other people's ideas and stealing them (laughs) (laughs) we've learned
1: yeah legally and calling it discernment
0: (laughs) Uh, so uh this is just a before you steal it from us we'll just give it to you yeah we're just gonna give it to you um and there's no points in this unless you're just so impressed by something you just decide that you're going to give out points less than 100, though you can't go crazy.
2: Less than 100.
0: <laughs> yeah, if like, but you, there's no points on the line. But if you feel so deemed, you could just dish out some points here and there if you'd like. Okay, to. sure. As long as yeah. it's not to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, they just game up on
1: me. So maybe <laughs> oh, oh, let me play the pity card. It worked in season one.
0: <laughs> just points over this way. Um, yeah. yeah. Keep pointing this way. And um, okay, anybody got a, a name yeah. or two they want to go first? I've, I've yeah. got
1: one to start with. Okay, so you you talked about the uh, the credit for for people mm. who are in maybe difficult situations. You call it credit mountain, mm-hmm. right? So maybe like a junior version of that to teach kids how to work with credit unions. Call it credit mole hill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow. I just wanted to prove to you that I did not steal this from you. My version of that was: after you're done with Credit Mountain, move on to Credit Mole uh, Hill. It's all Holy a Spirit lot easier. Must just be <laughs> speaking to
2: you guys to I'm, tell me, I feel
1: a lot of points coming on over
3: here. I said, forget Credit Mountain, start Mountain Credit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Or you open up a ride at Disney World that teaches you about credit while you're going down a credit water mountain. flume, and it's credit splash mountain. There you exactly. go. Yeah,
2: you want to feel what it's like to be underwater. That's it. Ah, uh, uh, nice. <laughs> mountain
1: credit is just a credit
3: card for rich people that live in mountain towns, <laughs> <laughs> mostly oh, Vale. Yeah. The yeah. card
0: only works above ten <laughs> th- above eight thousand <laughs> <Yeah>, feet. Correct <laughs> at, at elevation. That'll keep everybody, all the poor yeah, people out at elevation. At elevation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I wasn't sure where to go with this, but I was just thinking if you could ever like resurrect some of your old companies and things that you stole from kids that uh, <laughs> I could help you kind of finish off just this hook. I mean, you just kind of need that thing that people are gonna be like, oh, I remember Nathan, you know, your high school had a problem and yo, you solved it. Then came the law and you had to dissolve it. Nice. You know, cool. sure. Like, <laughs> I don't when know. the law showed up. Cool. Is that it? <laughs> That's that wasn't
2: Ice Ice Baby? Yeah, <laughs> yeah for he sure. Always, okay. He finds All right. a
1: way to That's do Ice bag. Ice Baby in like every show. Um, okay, so I got I got another one unless you want to go. go. Okay. All right, so um, I was thinking you can maybe um, venture into the world of, of like security, personal home security. So like uh, alarm system type stuff, but, but one kind of more along the lines of home alone where it like physically <laughs> causes a problem for whoever's breaking in, right? <laughs> Especially if they're trying to like get your goat, right? right. So you, <laughs> you, call it, you call it harm
0: to crook. <laughs> cool.
2: Cool. I'll give you five points. All right. right. Yes. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's good. Well, it's
0: funny because the other business I was going to tell you to start was uh, really based on the show. It's called foot to mouth. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, please, oh, sir. On. Please, sir. We well, want some more on that.
3: In that vein, you know, instead of farm to cook, I thought you could start cook to farm. <laughs> It's it's a, it's it's a, a ride share meal delivery for farmers. <laughs> 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 they don't have to do any of their own cooking. They don't have to do the
2: cooking. That's a great one actually. Yeah. <laughs> they're busy farming. You got They're busy. Kids. They're working. They exactly. got a lot of kids to feed. Just, yeah, I've got all this chef food <laughs> chef prepared.
3: <laughs> the chef picks it up today, goes home and cooks it and brings it back tomorrow.
2: Cool. It's perfect. Just so you guys know the ranking of orders of uh, uh, good ideas and we give you 6 points.
3: Oh, oh, let's go. And these get worse, so I'm gonna keep going to um, <laughs> keep going. This one's just a play on the name. Nathan's Famous Hot Bean, Beans. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. That one actually doesn't make sense unless you hear the other one, which is Nathan Pinto Beans. Yeah. <laughs> but it all just got worse.
0: You're, yeah. You actually can take away. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, I would not have said those if I knew that. <laughs> you can't make this these rolls what? up.
2: <laughs> Surprisingly, no one's actually ever done Nathan's Hot Dogs and Pinto Beans together. Really? My, you know, my whole life I've always gotten Nathan's Famous hot dogs or pinto beans.
0: Oh, I thought you say nobody's ever eaten them together. And I was gonna call bogus. So
3: yeah, Nathan's <laughs> Famous hot beans got a yeah.
2: Well, I know.
0: Listen, I know that I was like, we this did, guy's
3: gotten this one his whole life. I actually life. have not. Nobody's I mean, I mean, me those bugs. combinations. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna pull one out that wasn't brought up well on the
0: there. show because I'm desperate for some points here, <laughs> and it's just that uh I know that there had been work in the past. Your wife had worked on uh, some cool app for prayer holy habits i remember and uh, i want you to start holy habits h-o-l-e-y and it's actually a new mesh design for religious sisters that is breathable fabric so that they can wear holy habits for these hot summer days in texas i'm a huge believer in that seven points yeah, <laughs> seven
2: points for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i've I been when talking, talking to priests about asking. under armor <laughs>
1: Wait, so I also have an app idea that's... Um, <laughs>
2: You're just not going to end this episode.
1: We're just, more So spiritual, you talked about a spiritual direction app, right? That's right. the holy habits
2: one? Uh, Seek direction.
1: Seek direction, okay. So yeah. I thought, you know, you could do one that like tries to uh, to keep you from discerning priesthood, <laughs> right? So And it's called Hinder.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, it's really I good. think Tinder does the same thing. But eight, yeah. Eight points. It's already nope. redundant. Dang it. it's already <laughs> something better out there.
0: Uh, listen, uh, I should get eight points for nominating myself for points. You can't steal <laughs> <No>. my move. <laughs> Wolf is pointed at you. It's good. All right. Anybody got any last pointers? Uh, No, I think that's it. Nathan, uh, will you come back for the bonus show?
2: Sure. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) I work down the office. You know where to find me. Okay, perfect.
0: (laughs) All right, good deal. Well, we are so grateful to have you here and all of your wild and amazing stories and really this journey to holiness that you have, I will say, gone through the valley of more and more boring and you've pulled the (laughs) nose up and you're pretty cool. Try (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you on the bonus show and for the rest of you we will see you you in the Eucharist Eucharist. God bless
1: thanks for tuning in if you'd like to join us at our undersized table subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at that's the symbol at so shift and 2 on your keyboard at the underscore beatitudes on YouTube we'll see you there This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.